0: all right got this so i was saying one of the greatest disservice that we do to ourselves in the christendom and that the devil uh 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 thrives uh, on is our lack of knowledge and that's why you know the bible says my people god said my people perish for lack of knowledge But you know, that that statement is, is a slap on God's face with us New Testament believers. That was the statement he made in the Old Testament. But looking at it from the eye of the New Testament and all that has been put in place for us, oh, is a slap on God's face. Because in the New Testament, we are told, that the person that lacks knowledge, that lacks understanding, is the devil. Yes, Hannah, please listen to it. Sharon, I would share it with us on UK uh, campus. Powerful song by Just Rotey Me. Powerful, powerful song. I mean, nothing catches God by surprise. Nothing, absolutely nothing. There's no breaking news. I think that's my favorite line. There's no breaking news with God. There's no breaking news. He's not, he's not, he's not perturbed. He's not, the Bible says even Jesus is seated in heaven. You know, and if you read in Hebrews, he said, sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool. Sit, 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 Jesus. He's seated. And the Bible tells me that I'm seated with him. Because he died in my place. And so he gave me his place. So I'm in him and he's in me. The moment I got born again. We did all of that yesterday. We did all of that yesterday. I was saying that the person that lacks knowledge. You know. Shouldn't be we Christians. We shouldn't be the ones that perish for lack of knowledge. We sh- it shouldn't be us. Because we have We have access to this knowledge. We have access to this knowledge. We were born into this knowledge. We were born into light. Hallelujah. We were born into light. The one that lacks knowledge, the one that is limited in his knowledge, is the devil. You know how I know? The Bible says, had they known they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. That statement alone tells me that the devil is not all-knowing as we portray him to be. That statement confirms to me that the devil is limited in his knowledge. You know, the way we have been taught the way they've shared and shown us you know growing up is like the devil is all knowing he knows your thoughts he knows your every move even the one you are yet to move he knows it he's not omnipresent he's not Science he's not god he doesn't have that in fact the devil feeds on what we make what we make available to him that's what he feeds on that's what he feeds on what is made available to him is what he feeds on good evening diola you're welcome hallelujah good evening precious you're welcome and so let's 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 put the devil in his place you know that question he asked jesus in the wilderness while he was Fasting and praying. That he said. If you are the son of God. He himself. He wasn't sure. He wasn't sure. That Jesus. Is the son of God. And so he was testing the waters. So he threw the question at Jesus. Like he does. For so many people today. Today. He first starts by testing the waters. And a lot of people miss it. I want to prove I'm the son of God. No, you don't prove to the devil you are the son of God. You stand on the word of God. He said, Command these stones to bread, turn these stones to bread, if indeed you are the son of God. No, I don't need to prove to you, devil. I don't need to prove to you. My father already confirmed that I'm a son. I don't need to turn stones to bread to prove to you. Because later on, we will see Jesus, he didn't need to turn stones to bread. He multiplied bread. Hallelujah. Turning stones to bread is becoming a magician. He's not a magician. He's a miracle worker. He's not going to turn stones to bread. No, he's going to multiply bread. He's not going to stay at the level of feeding himself, feeding his, his, his wants and his need at that time. Because yes, of course he was fasting, so he was hungry. So if he turned the stones to bread, he ate the bread, he's fine. No, he's not going to sacrifice his immediate needs on the altar. Of proving that he's the son of God. No. There's, there's a future that is going to be jeopardized. Because in the near future. He's going to feed 5,000 men. Aside from the women and the children. And we know. At every crusade. Women and children are usually double. So let's just say that he fed 15,000 people. There about. Because the Bible says. 5,000 men. Aside from the women and the children. So imagine that he had turned stones to bread. That would have been it. No. As a son, I'm not going to try and prove myself. The devil didn't know. He wasn't sure. If you are the son of God, turn stones to bread. If he if the devil was all knowing like we portray him to be. When Jesus was born and Herod heard that another king was born and he wanted to kill him. we will say it's the devil walking through the mind of Herod. How come he couldn't specify? He couldn't say this is the baby. This is him. (laughs) How come? He said they should be killing two years and below. All the children wasted their lives. Just like that. He's not all-knowing. He's not all-knowing. He's not all-knowing. He's not all-knowing. So we stopped yesterday. I just needed to say that, you know. Ah, glory to God. I, I, I hope that we have been blessed so far. I really would love our feedback. I think one of these days I will just, you know, hear from us the things that we've been receiving, how it has impacted our lives you know, the things that we're taking away from this series. Because it's not just about people coming, you know, into your homes every night and just speaking and speaking and dishing out. No, the goal, like I said, that I'm praying to God for is that at the end of this series, you will be a better version of yourself. That you would have grown in status and in stature, sorry, and that you would have grown in your knowledge of God. That you would come to understand nothing catches God by surprise, that He's God Almighty and is a privilege, is a privilege to be used by Him, is a privilege to be called one of His own, is a privilege that He will say, You are my son, is a privilege. To be able to hear him to be able to go on an assign to go on assignments for him it's a privilege it's not a right it's not a right guys it's not a right it's a privilege hallelujah hallelujah praise god and so we we you know we ended on that note that we've received the life of god that's what being born again is eternal life is given to us of course being born again also means that we're translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light, you know. uh, uh, But ultimately, you know, it's an exchange of life. It's an exchange of life. It's an exchange of position, you know. And one of the things we did say there was that uh, uh, when we got born again, it's a totally brand new, you became a totally brand new person, not a refurbished person. Not an upgraded version of yourself. No, a totally brand new person. And then we concluded that for you to be able to operate in this new life that you have received, you need to understand the manual. It's like you've been given a brand new car that you've never driven or possibly you've been used to manual and then you're given an automatic car. You have to read the manual. You have to understand how it works so that you can acquaint yourself with it and be, and then, you know, you know how it is with driving, you start out trying to figure it out, start out trying to understand, you know, and I and I, and I I think that really describes how we are when we come into this life, this new life, you know, when you're driving, your seat is in front, you're almost touching the windscreen, <laughs> how many of you found, did that when you started driving, and your two hands were on the wheels, you know, now I, I drive, I'm not driving in a well now, yeah, but you know, when guys say I love driving, maybe, you know, but mm, I'm not exactly like, I'm cool if someone is driving me, I'm fine, you know, but maybe probably, you know, just hanging out and all of that. So there are times I'm driving and I'm not even holding the steering and my kids are like, ah, oh, mommy, you're feeling like a pro. And I will just remember those days when you hold the steering like this, like, you know, you are so looking at the rear mirror, you are looking at the side mirror, you are carefully pressing the brake. But after a while, it comes with use. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You can almost know when a guy is coming behind you without you even looking at the mirror. Oh, with use, you can understand the nuances of the Father. You can understand his thoughts. Before he completes the statement, you know what God is saying. That is where God wants to take us to. You is with use, is with use. You become more comfortable. You become more aware. You become more, more, more settled in in navigating your way. Hallelujah. It's the same thing. Hallelujah. And so that is how it is. We receive this life in a seed form, but we use we with. With, with conscious use and interaction, we come to know, we come to understand, we come to, you know, embrace that truth. We come to know that, yes, we become, we, 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 we grow in our knowledge of this life and then we can appropriate it accordingly. Hallelujah. John chapter 1, the Bible says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God. And the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him. And without him was nothing made that was made. Without him was nothing made that was made. I love verse 4. In him was life. And the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness. And the darkness did not comprehend it. In him was life. And the life was the light of men. In him was life. And the life was the light of men. And that's why because we carry this life. We carry light because this life is resident in the inside of us. We carry light and darkness will forever be in confusion. Darkness cannot comprehend, cannot understand. So how you feel the devil understands you. And that's what we're going to see, you know, as we flip to chapter three. Understanding this life, which is translated by one who is a carrier of God via the Holy Spirit. So someone is saying, "People, you've been saying uh, 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 God lives in me. How does God actually live in me through His Spirit? You have a spirit, you have a soul, and you live in a body. Have you ever seen your spirit? No. So God is a spirit." His body came in form of Jesus. Hallelujah. So when the spirit of God inhabits our mortal flesh, then we begin to exhibit the God kind of life. I told you before and I just want to say it again for emphasis, what the devil seeks to fight is that truth let me show us before we now come to this John 3 I think it is in uh, that is what the devil is fighting that flesh can inhabit uh, that the spirit of God can inhabit flesh oh wow Just a minute. Yes. I think I found it. But before that, oh, just a minute. Oh, wow. Just a minute. Pardon me, please. Oh. Pardon me, please. My charger is almost running out and I need... I need someone to get me my charger. All right. Oh, we're going to come to that. I'm coming. Just follow me. I can't read our comment again. Are we still live? Are we still online? Can you still hear me? Can you still see me and hear me? Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't want this to go off. Let me just get my charger. How did I forget that? Oh, praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. So where are these where are these children now? <laughs> Life of a mommy. It's Israel. Uh, let me know that you are still following me, please. I can't see the comments. I can't see anything from our end. I hope I'm not... Uh, hope it's not hanging the network is not hanging please toluwa can you get me my charger my laptop charger quickly thank you all right yes okay i still can't read our comments i really hope that we can hear me and see me all right uh so i was going to read somewhere just to confirm that what the devil seeks to fight, what he seeks to, to, to say cannot happen, is what Christ did. Which is God in flesh. Now, let's read 1 John chapter 4. And I read from verse 1. It says, Beloved, Do not believe every spirit, but test the spirit, whether they are of God. Because many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this you know the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that comes in the flesh... That every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. It's not of God. And this is the spirit of Antichrist, which you have heard was coming. Thank you. Which you have heard was coming. And is now already in the world. Can you see that? Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh. That is the spirit of God. He says, but every spirit that does not confess Jesus Christ has come in the flesh. It's not of God. It's not of God. And this is the spirit of Antichrist. So that's what the devil is fighting. That you mean God can come in flesh. God can inhabit human flesh. Yes. 100% yes. Jesus came to show us and to prove to us. That God can dwell in flesh. Remember. Like I said what Pharaoh said to Joseph. Can we find such a man in whom the spirit of God is. Same thing that was said to Daniel. That the spirit of God dwells in human human flesh. That's what we have been called to demonstrate. To the world out there. That there's a new life. Whereby God is operating through. There's a new life. You know because God gave man will. And so that's why we've seen a whole lot happening around the world. A lot of people coming up with all manner of ideologies. Uh, There's no God. God does not exist. Um, uh, I, I can choose to believe this. I can choose to do that. God gave man will. But when you now find a man. Who yields his will. In total surrender. And submission. To God. Such that God can inhabit him. Can you remember what Jesus said in John? That. I would come, I and my Father will make our home in you. I don't just want to visit with you. I want to inhabit you. Because there's a whole lot I can do through you. There's a whole lot. Hallelujah. So what the devil seeks to fight is that God in the flesh. And that's what being born again is. Now, let's quickly go back to that. Uh, let's quickly go back to that John chapter 3. I hope I can finish that John chapter 3 today so that we can move in, you know, move on to something else. John chapter 3. We all know we're familiar with that story. Nicodemus the Pharisee, the teacher. You know, Jesus Christ said, You mean you, the teacher of the law, you know, don't know these things? He came to him at night and said, Rabbi, I know that you are a teacher. Come from God. For no one can do these things unless God is with him. Notice the, 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 the word used there. It says that God is with him. And I'm sure Jesus was smiling and saying, "It's like, you don't even understand it. It's beyond God being with. It is God being in. Hallelujah. The Israel, the children of Israel, were awaiting Emmanuel. God with us. God with us. That was the level of manifestation that they were awaiting. But Christ came to show them God in us. Hallelujah. It's beyond God with us. God with us was a revelation for the Israelites, the children of Israel. But God in us is the New Testament revelation. Christ in you, that's the hope of glory. Christ in you, that's the hope of glory. And that's why one of the indicators... In identifying the Son of God, God said to John the Baptist, when you go to baptize, the one whom you see the Spirit descend and rest upon, not descend and go. No, descend, rest upon in habits as a different level. We've heard it several times, Spirit upon, Spirit within. We know David had the spirit of God within him because that guy was in another realm. We know Abraham had the spirit of God within him because he operated in another realm as well. I'm telling you guys. But in the New Testament, God has made that free for all. That Christ in you is the hope of glory. He said, no one can do these things except God is with him. And Jesus said to him, except you be born again. You can't even see this kingdom I'm talking about. And then the man said, how can a man be born again? He said, no, that's not what I'm, except you be born of the water and of the spirit. And we know that the water we're talking about here is not water, water. It is the word. It is the word. It says, most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born of the water and the spirit, he cannot enter. He cannot experience the kingdom of God. He cannot begin to to give expression to the kingdom of God, to God's way of doing things and his righteousness. That is the kingdom of God. God's way of doing things. God's rulership, God's authority, God's lordship upon the earth, creating our own Goshen here on earth, where God resides, where God inhabits, where God dominates in the name of Jesus. He says, You can't enter, you can't begin to experience this kingdom, you can't begin to give expression. So this life in this kingdom. he says that which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit. And that's why you have to be born again. And that's why you have to come into this newness of life. You can't carry that old life and experience new life. No. Even Jesus said it. You can't take new wine and pour it in an old wine skin. It will burst. You can't take... New cloth and patch it on an old cloth. It would tear. Yeah. You need a new wine skin. Oh, you need a new container. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. With that comes a new mindset. It comes a new manual of living. He says that which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. A spirit, do not marvel, I say to you. You must. It's not, it's not, it's not a question of you can, maybe you should. It says you must of a necessity be born again. Of a necessity. You must be born again. Must be born again. There's no two way to it. There's no other way. You have to come into this newness of life. You have to receive Christ as your Lord and allow him inhabit you. Don't stop at confessing alone. Allow him take residence in you, in your thought, in your mind, in your body. The Bible says if the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, lives in this mortal body. He will quicken this body. He will give life to your mind. I mean, he will give you ideas for witty invention. I mean, wisdom will flow out of you like never before. That was what differentiated Jesus. They had him and they said, wow, he speaks with like one with authority. He doesn't speak like the Pharisees or the Sadducees. He speaks with one, with authority, with boldness. Even when the Holy Spirit came into the, uh, into the disciples, you know, the apostles in Acts, the Bible says they spoke with boldness. Peter stood up in those days with boldness. These were people who were hiding behind doors, who were confused. When the Spirit of God inhabits you, oh, it delivers to you a different vista of life. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And then you know what it says? Do you not know, marvel that I say to you, you must be born again. He says the wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the spirit. Don't you just want to be born of the spirit? Don't you just want to be born of the spirit? I mean, that's what being born again is. You are born of the word and of the spirit. It's called the supernatural life. It's called the supernatural life. Where God puts his super on your natural. And then you are now able to do supernatural things. Hallelujah. You are like the wind. You, you, no one knows where it's coming, where it's going. You just show up. I mean, you just show up and you know, you feel the effect of wind. You don't see it, but you feel the effect. When wind blows, you know wind has blown. That is the life of one born of the Spirit. We can feel the effect. Yes, you. the Spirit, we can't see it, but we feel the effect. We can't see the Spirit with our naked eyes, but we feel the effect. It is seen when a wind blows among trees. You will feel it. You will see it. Hallelujah. That is life of one born by the Spirit. That is the life you and I have been called to live. That is what being born again, which happens to be the, the, the initiation into sonship being born again that's like the kindergarten level being born again an introduction into the life of God glory to God glory to God so is everyone who is born of the Spirit we've seen what Joseph did by the Spirit we've seen what David did by the Spirit We've seen what Moses did by the Spirit. We've seen what Abraham did by the Spirit. We've seen what Esther did by the Spirit. What are you doing by the Spirit? Now this Spirit inhabits you. This Spirit has become your life. Your very essence. What gives life to you. This is what you live by. Have we gotten to that point where we live by God? Can we be like John the Baptist and say, I decrease and you increase. The more of you, the less of me. The more of you, the less of me. The more of you in my life, the more expression I give to you and the less of me. It's not about me, it's about you. I want to be a vessel totally yielded to you, totally yielded to your will. I want you to think through my faculties. I want you to speak through my mouth and my vocal cords. I want you to see through my eyes and hear through my ears and feel through my hands. In the name of Jesus, let me be your voice to the nations. Let me be your voice to the nations. Let me be your hope dealer to those that are lacking hope. Remember what we read in John chapter 4. When Jesus read out his assignment as a son, it is the same with us. Preaching liberty to those who are captive. Declaring the day of the lord bringing uh uh, helping the blind to see delivering those who are oppressed hallelujah our world is counting on us to rise up in our position to grow up as sons hallelujah this life is resident in you if you're listening to me and you're born again it's the life of god i'm praying for illumination that you will be more conscious of this life, that you would learn the more to interact with this life, to know more about this life, to walk with this life, and to allow God do his thing through you in the name of Jesus. Such is one who is born of the Spirit. I'm like a wind. Hey, ah, I blow in the name of Jesus. You you don't you don't know where I'm coming, where I'm going, but you hear the sound of it. Ah, hallelujah. My effect is felt because the Spirit of God blows through me in the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you for joining in this evening. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We'll press in tomorrow. Uh, from next week, we might have to review the time to 9 o'clock Nigerian time, 8 o'clock UK. And possibly 1 p.m. American time. But I will now announce it by Sunday. We might have to review it. Seems like this 10 o'clock uh, <laughs> is well. But however way, uh, that it will start from next week. That's from Monday. But I will let us know by Sunday. Thank you so much for joining always. I don't know what happened. I didn't see comments again. But I believe it must have been uh, possibly the network from my end. I don't know. Uh, I can't see the comments again, but I'm sure you guys were following me because this video is still recording and I believe that, um, you have been blessed. Yes. Thank you so much. Uh, God bless you and, um, have a beautiful, beautiful night rest. God bless you. Yes.